started, Jan. I'm alright. Phil just tricked me and said that we'd started recording when I wasn't ready and then I got all flappy. You did, didn't you? I don't know why. It's fine. We can always delete it and go back again. Oh. I know we said raw and unedited, but... Rawr. I can, like, change the first 10 seconds. Just adding the raw in. You really, like, caught me off guard then when you roared like a dinosaur, I'm not going to lie. I don't know why, because you always do that. Is that what that was? I got... Um, it was my cousin's son's birthday yesterday and I got him the best present ever. Apparently he loves bath bombs. So I got him dying... baffled me. Yeah, well, Baffled it makes sense because, so like, kids don't love bath time, I don't think. So, like, imagine if your water went, like, blue or something, like, smelt nice. No, I understand it now you've explained, but when you was like, oh, how old is he, four? Yes, I think so. So it's his fourth birthday and he wants bath bombs. I just can't imagine asking for a bath bomb when I was four. Yeah, just well, me more I found him a good one. So it was a dinosaur egg and that was a bath bomb and you put it in the bath and then obviously it explodes as a bath bomb do. You've ruined the surprise now if he listens. <laughs> Apparently he was having a bath today, I mean, so I think into, he'll know. He's into bath bombs. He probably listens to podcasts <laughs> as well. He sounds like a proper grown-up. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've still not let me finish. I'm so excited about this. Just let me finish. That's what it's like being you. It's <laughs> much more challenging. I've done this once today. You've done it on the hour every hour at least five times. Inside of the bath bomb dinosaur egg is a tiny little dinosaur that will float into the bath. And what noise does it make? <laughs> Imagine that. It started fizzling up and then you just heard. Rawr. You'd be scared. You'd shoot water at you as well and then fly off like a pterodactyl. We discovered the other day that neither of us know anything about dinosaurs and we were like, oh, if our future children really like dinosaurs, we haven't got any information. Well, I know what a T-Rex is. I know what a pterodactyl is. Rawr. I know what a... I know what sound a dinosaur makes. <laughs> we, actually, rawr. Yeah. we actually went past... Um, there's a local park what's it called country park i don't know near us that we went to the other day and there was some like dinosaur event on and there was like uh like a human in a dinosaur outfit but it was so realistic wasn't it apart from the feet that you could see sticking at the bottom that's why it wasn't realistic it was but other obvious. than that when his head stuck out of the curtain i was like oh my goodness how did they do that and, and then the well feet. you actually said oh my god i think they've got real dinosaurs no i didn't I they've got real ones where have you got them from <laughs> I'm mad, have they done that? Have they gone back in time? Are we back in time? Well, we wasn't Wigan. That was back in time, isn't it? <laughs> Very true. Oh, the joys. Hey, we had a good ice cream that day, didn't we? Lovely ice cream. Oh, no, it was average. Bang average, yeah. yeah I agreed I with forgot. you, and then I was like, wait, no. Yeah, my Ferrero had... Rocher one didn't taste like Ferrero Rocher. My white chocolate and honeycomb had no honeycomb and in it. And we queued up for, like, what, 20 minutes, would you say? Yeah, it was still nice, though. Nice it was good because it was a warm bar. day and we got ice cream at the end of it. And a nice walk. And a nice, the walk was fantastic, but the, I'm just very disappointed with the ice cream. I feel like there's just not enough good ice cream We places. are spoiled around here, though, because if anyone lives local and you may or may not have heard of Frederick's, which is in Chorley, and a few other places now, I think they've actually got one in... It's not in Trafford Centre, though, is it? It's in the um, Chill Factor. Oh, they've got a Frederick's there? Yeah, there's a Frederick's inside there. Are they a chain now? I think they might be, yeah. Oh, go Fredericks. My friend once dated his, gran- his grandson, Frederick's He's... grandson. Did he? Yeah. What What was his name? Oh, she. Your friend? Yeah. Shan't say name one thing in case. No, what was Frederick's grandson's name? Oh, I don't know. All right, why can't you say her name? I don't know. Do she I know? She might not want me divulging a, a celebrity secret. Do I know your friend? Yeah. Is she a close friend? Yeah. Oh. She lives further away than all of my other friends. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> she dated... Fred, Fredericks. Yeah. Got madness. Fair play to her. Yeah, no, fun that, isn't Did it? Did get free ice cream? Fun fact. Apparently not. Oh. I know. I was very disappointed by What's that as well. What's the point dating then? Don't know. Pointless really, isn't it? 
That's why you started dating me first to take you out for ice cream and stuff. And I'm not even <laughs> Frederick's grandson. I feel like that's got to be a perk, hasn't it? Ice cream is really good. Would, what I wouldn't <laughs> Full advise... Full stop. See you next week. <laughs> what I wouldn't advise is getting a little lotus, lotus, lotus biscoff Awful. tubs of ice cream. They're not nice. Terrible. Very disappointed last night. Yeah. So I had we another one tonight just to double check. Yeah. Still disappointed. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't want it. You can have it. Um... We are currently chain eating all of the ice lollies and ice pops that we can oh, get our the hands on. the ice pops are going to be ready after this podcast. Do you want one? Yeah, I do. Anybody else just chain eating ice pops like us? I really do. It's terrible. You just go, I mean, I know that's what chain eating is, but you just like, I mean, to be fair, they're like, it's basically liquid that's got colouring in it. Like, water. I'm struggling to hydrate at the moment. good for hydration. So I'm, I'm using ice pops for hydration. I genuinely hydration. think it's good for hydration because it's really fruity, nice taste. Yeah. And I'm justifying it by saying that. <laughs> so there we are. <laughs> So, Jen, this week... It's not about ice lollies, ice creams, or ice pops. Unless you want to change your mindset around ice lollies, ice creams, or ice pops. That's a very good point, actually. We are do you, know that, do you know that in Liverpool they call them pop ices? Yes. That destroys my soul. That's incorrect. Yes. <laughs> Correct. Um. Yeah, go on, carry on now. This week, we're going to be talking about the 3C strategy to change your mindset. And the 3C strategy has worked for... It goes without saying, but hundreds and hundreds of women. It is honestly one of the most powerful ways, and in our opinion, the best way to change your mindset. In fact, you know what? Probably the only way, really, that I would ever go through this process with someone to change their mindset. Mm -hmm. This is exactly what we would do, how we would do it, and we know that changing your mindset is a big part of your journey, probably the biggest part. It's why stage one of our coaching program is called The Mindset Shift, because stage one is all about changing your mindset. Because let's be honest, you've, you've done the dieting bit. You've done the weight loss, then the weight regain, then the weight loss, then the weight regain. You've yo-yo dieted, you've been from A to B, back to A again. You've done all that stuff. If you don't start by changing your mindset, all that stuff just carries on happening. You just keep going from A to B and back to A again. You yo-yo, you go up, you go down, you lose weight, you regain it. And it's so exhausting, so exhausting. That's why we always start with changing your mindset first because not only does it mean that the rest of the journey is actually quite easy, or a lot easier anyway. And easy is a really strong word to use, but it's a lot easier. What it also means is it's long-term. So today we're going to give you the 3C strategy and we want you to start using it. So Jen, what is the first C in the 3C strategy? The first C, be catch it. Catch it. Yep, catch it like a little fishy in the ocean with your fishing net. Why are you speaking like that, Jen? I don't know. <laughs> Fantastic. Do your dinosaur roar instead. Arr. Thanks. Catch it. Like a baby dinosaur. Yeah. It's not learned how to roar yet. Mm. Um, you really do sound like a little tiger. It's not learned how to roar yet. Arr. 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 <laughs> just hatch. I've just come out of that bath bomb. You um, are. <laughs> you are at Hey Hot. Catching it, right? We're catching it. Mm-hmm. Not the dinosaur. Not the dinosaur. We're not running after dinosaurs. We're catching thoughts. We're catching the way that we're speaking to ourselves. We're catching the negative language that we're using. We want to notice all of that stuff happening. And I always come back to this story (laughs) and the power of noticing things. Because I remember being sat with my counsellor and working through anxious thoughts and her saying, you've just got to notice them. And I was like, yeah, and, and and then what? Like, I want a strategy. I want you to tell me to do something. Like, I, I want a solution. And she's like, no, you've just got to, like, notice it. And I literally 
was went out of there absolutely fuming and I, I actually went back a month later and was like I can't believe how angry I was at you that day when you told me to just notice things I like I wanted more I want you to give me more and now I understand like I get it the power of noticing without trying to change things or beat yourself up is so insanely powerful to just actually recognize how we're speaking to ourselves the thoughts that we're having the language that we're using and started to to kind of practice a little bit of self-compassion at this point and just speak a little bit kinder to ourselves think about like do you know what there's other people who have been surrounded by diet culture all their lives like they have these same thoughts they feel the way that I feel I'm not in this alone I'm gonna start trying to work on speaking to myself a little bit more kindly here um, by raising awareness first around how I'm speaking to myself and what's the third bit of self-compassion because I forgot sorry I've mindfulness um, <laughs> great one <laughs> Phil sorry I don't know what you just said because I was hungry. I was thinking about my bit I'm, it's coming up to me it's my <laughs> line it's coming up to my line too read your lines I'm trying to well I'm thinking about what I'm going to say next so when you're speaking I'm like right this is what I'm, this is your bit it's your time to shine Phil right and I'll just, just carry on with my bit we've got the three C's but I've only got one of the C's to talk about so I need to have an impact <laughs> <laughs> it needs to be powerful <laughs> Powerful scene. I want the lead acting scene, so I need to make sure I'm really good when it gets to the second C. So you right. carry on with the first C. I'll carry on talking and, and I'm you can sabotage your third C so it sounds rubbish and then everyone remembers the podcast because of me. Go. Mindfulness was rubbish. the third part <laughs> that I just remembered. Um, a part of being mindful is being able to notice as well. So like actually being in the moment and not kind of being aware of how you're speaking to yourself and once you do start to notice it it's really handy to actually start noting it down somewhere that might actually be in like a little journal for yourself it might just be in the notes on your phone but actually physically writing it out somewhere so that you can really start to raise awareness around those thoughts and actions and it would be really nice to kind of add a next layer to that to think about like when are those thoughts feelings actions when are they happening where is it happening are there any kind of common themes about what you're noticing and when you're triggered or when these thoughts arise so that we can start to think about the next C which is Phil's shining starry moment woo I'm excited <laughs> something that I don't know if you've mentioned yet is this is done in order by the way oh I thought you were going to say something I don't know if you've mentioned because I wasn't listening to what Jen said no 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 <laughs> this is done in order so it isn't like go and do these three C's the three C strategy is a uh, step one step two step three so step one is catch it and the reason I'm telling you this now is don't do step two yet. In fact, what I actually often find is that people try to do it the other way around. They try to do step three first. And when that doesn't quite work, they try and do step two, but they do that incorrectly. And they never really take the opportunity to do step one. That's why I notice so frequently. So step one is always catch it. Always do that first before you even think about moving on to step two. And step two is to challenge it. And I said just then, people often do this incorrectly. The way people try to challenge and challenging challenge their thoughts and feelings is often to just argue against it. So, for example, people may or you might think something along the lines of "I'm not good enough." You challenge that by saying, "Yeah, right, I'm good enough." Or you might think, you know, um, something like, "I need to lose weight." No, I don't need to lose weight. And the downfall of trying to challenge something in that way is you're just kind of shouting the opposite at yourself. Now, right now, if your mindset is in a place that you believe it needs to change there'll be evidence to back up your current thoughts and feelings. So if you don't think you're good enough right now, 
there'll be things that you've built up as evidence to prove that to be true. doesn't mean it is. It just means you've found evidence for that to be true. So you may believe, I'm not good enough. And then what you'll do is you'll find reasons to back that up. See, I'm not good enough because that happened. See, I'm not good enough because I did that. See, I'm not good enough because that happened. You build up evidence against it. So for you to, sorry, for it. So for you to just say, oh, it's not true. You don't really have, I mean, you do have an argument, but you don't have the belief that that's true, which is why your mindset doesn't change yet because you're not challenging it. You're just arguing against it. So instead of arguing, we want to start to ask ourselves questions such as what led me to think or do that? So if you start having thoughts and feelings of, oh, I'm not good enough, I'm not trying hard enough, I'm rubbish, I'm overweight, uh, I'm unfit, it's starting to think, what's actually leading me to think that way? What's actually the step-by-step -step thing that's happening that's getting me to the place where I'm going, yeah, I'm not good enough, I can't be good enough? What are the things that happen first? Once we've started to delve a little bit deeper into that, it's then challenging it with questions that aren't just saying the opposite, but asking yourself, is it actually helpful when I think that way? So when I stand in front of the mirror and I say, oh, I'm really fat and overweight and I'm not good enough, is that helping me to do that? Is that a helpful thing? Because again, something that me and Jen see quite frequently is people trying to punish themselves or punish the way that they think or punish their thoughts or punish their feelings so that they can then love themselves. So it's like, oh, I'm going to berate myself. I'm going to be insulting to myself so that I'll then take action and then I'll lose weight or so that I'll then take action and start making different decisions. But that's never worked. So it's asking yourself, actually, is it helpful for me to stand in front of the mirror and do and say these things? And of course, in that moment, it's going to be really difficult. But chances are you're going to say, well, no, it isn't. It isn't helping me. I think it's a good way of doing it. But I also realize and recognize, even though I think it might be a good way of doing it, it can't be because it's not working. Once we've been able to divulge into the fact that you now know what's leading you to do that, you're now understanding that actually it isn't helpful when I do that. It's then starts to think, how would life be different if I thought in a different way? And it's really important to hear, this isn't now saying... I'm going to go and think differently. It's saying, how would life be different? It's starting to have a vision of, if I stopped standing in front of the mirror and saying, you're not good enough, you're too fat, you're too overweight, you're rubbish, you're never going to achieve X, Y, and Z. If I just stopped doing that, how would my life be different? What would change? How would I feel? How would I act? How would I think? What would be different for me and those people around me? And once you've started to, I'll go back through it again, once, you've, once you know what's led to it, once you know it isn't helpful, once you're now aware of how life will be different, is then saying, okay, well, what specifically needs to change here? What actually needs to change? What are the actual actions I now need to take? And it's really, really, really important that you think from a place of what needs to change from where you are now rather than where do I need to be? So even if it is weight loss related and you're like, I want to lose two stone, that's fine. Like We're not against weight loss. We're not saying don't do it. But rather than thinking, I need to lose two stone, what needs to change for that to happen, is considering what do I need to take action on to start moving forwards towards that? Because ultimately, it doesn't really make sense to be thinking about losing that last pound to then be two stone down. But it does make a little bit more sense to be thinking, what actions do I need to take in order to start moving towards that? That also takes a bit of pressure off yourself from getting to the end result straight away. So to challenge it, think about what's led for you to think that way. Ask yourself, is it helpful for me to think that way? Ask yourself, how would life be different if you thought in a different way? And then think, well, what specifically needs to change in order for me to be able to challenge those thoughts and move forward with a different mindset? Yeah, so... Did I do well? I don't know. Okay. Could have improved. Done. Give it a six out of ten. Six out of ten? That's <laughs> three out of five, I'll take that. <laughs> Just kidding. I've done worse. Um, Go on. Then we know what needs to change. The next step is to change it. So... 
it's thinking about here in this stage, what is the smallest bit of action that you can take? So what what does that actually look like? How can I actively do something that is going to change the way that I'm thinking, the way that I'm speaking in that moment? That's ultimately going to change your mindset. And then once you know how you're going to take that bit of action, it's how can I make this change obvious? So how is it going to be really, really obvious that I've actually changed something? How am I going to know when I've changed it? Is there going to be a specific way that I'm going to track that change? Am I going to be able to take notes of when it's happening and how I've been able to think differently and log it all in a bit of a journal? How are you going to make it easier for yourself to to take that action and make it really obvious are there going to be little prompts are you going to use affirmations are you going to use um speaking to other people is going to be maybe you um have a like a buddy that you're going to work through this with a large part of what we do is this whole process like I bounce this process with the the ladies that I work with through WhatsApp so if there's a moment where they've caught it they'll bring it to me we'll challenge it and then we'll change it by thinking about right okay what action can we take how do we know that we're going to make that obvious and how can we track that change so we know exactly what that process looks like and what that progress looks like for us so the three c strategy catch it challenge it change it and I've just recognized that we've asked a lot of questions in that and that's something that we've not covered yet that changing your mindset is more questions than answers it's Mm. not about go and do this, go and do that, go and eat this much, go and do that much movement. It's about questions. It's about actually questioning what's happening, why it's happening, how it's happening, when it's happening, who it's happening around. It's more questions because that's what's going to allow you to change your mindset. So catch it, challenge it, change it. And with that in mind as well, because there is so much to think about, if you want that written down, so if you want like step one, catch it, and then some questions that you can ask. Step two, challenge it, and then some questions you can ask. Step three, change it, and then some questions to ask. DM one of us the word 3C strategy. So three, the letter C, strategy, and we'll send it all to you so that you can have something in front of you to work through because we appreciate changing your mindset. If you're listening to this on Monday, isn't going to have happened by Tuesday. You actually might spend the first few weeks just catching it, and that's fine. But if you've spent the first few weeks catching it, then you're going to be like, hang on a minute, they brought out six podcasts since then. What mm-hmm. did I do next? If you've got it written down in front of you, it'll be so much easier. So tell you what, to make it really easy, DM Jen, the, the the word 3C strategy, and Jen will send through step one, step two, step three, and some questions to ask yourself throughout that whole process. The end. Just kidding, don't turn off. Don't turn off, yeah. <laughs> if you're a regular listener, you know that that's clearly not the end, because no. we have missed a vital part of the podcast. The only part you come for, on the spot. On the spot, on the spot, on the spot, on the spot. On Do you the think spot. we'll ever create a jingle for that? Is that not what that is that, that I just did? No. Um, Still wasn't last week. Or on the, week the spot. Listen to that. <laughs> that was awful. On the spot. No. Um, I can't think of any other way to do it. <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying no so you can be be creative. Uh, spot. <laughs> oh, that, that, was, was, that wasn't even this podcast. We've just recorded the private one for our clients and spent a good 10 minutes speaking in French. <laughs> We promise we're helpful sometimes to our clients, but 95% of the time we're just speaking in French. Hey, it was a good one, though. The 5% is good, though, when we are helpful. Um, so, it's kind of like two questions in one, because I need to know the answer to the first one. Oh, that's cheating. No, you'll see why. All right. 
So, the question is... Sorry, I just need to do a big yawn. It's not that boring of a question. <laughs> Never a professional, yeah. <laughs> do you believe in aliens, yes or no? No. And why? Back that answer up. That's the question. Back it up. Because I've never do, seen one. Why don't aliens exist? Because I've never seen one. I'm really sceptical, like, I need evidence, and unless I've seen it with my own eyes, well, that being said, that's not true, because I do believe some things that I've not seen with my own eyes. Do you believe that bacteria exists? Yeah, seen it under a microscope. Have you, though? Picture. Right, do you believe mental health exists? Yep. Can't see that. Struggle with it. (laughs) Everybody's got it. (laughs) It's a feeling. Uh, Do you believe muscles exist? Can't see them, they're under skin. Bones to be Yeah, you bones. can if you can't like cut yourself and stuff like That's you disgusting. see muscles. Right, just answer the question. Why don't you believe it? Is that it? Because you don't think because you've never seen one? Uh well I just think there's a lot of controversy and I'm not very into controversy. I do not like a conspiracy theory. Oh. I've no time for a conspiracy theory. Do you know what might have been a better question then? What? No, you can't change your question, no. save it. No, it's pretty much the same thing. Oh. Would you like aliens to exist? Would you would you like that? If you if like let's say we went in the living room, I mean we don't watch the news, so this isn't gonna happen, but let's say for what whatever reason we decided, oh let's watch the news tonight and we put it on. And there was like we've had uh, a message from Saturn. Uh, there's an alien just messaged us saying Hi, lol, W U U two I don't know, it depends what type of alien they are. If they're nice then fine. You'd like them if they were nice. If they're coming to attack us then they can get lost, but <laughs> we'll send that message back. <laughs> if you're coming to attack us, get lost. <laughs> There's already enough bad in this world. Uh, I'd true. like to think that some nice aliens will come and add something new to our world and enhance our knowledge. What would you like them to add? What's that knowledge about Saturn and stuff? Oh right, tell us about tell Saturn. Tell us about Saturn. What's it like? What's that, what's that like? Oh. Is that you, that's what you'd ask? Yeah. I love that right. <laughs> Aliens come. You're like, if you're not gonna be nice, get lost. If you are coming, what's it like up there? <laughs> I hope they put you in charge of conversation. <laughs> I wonder who they'll put in charge. Like, if they like I'm, there must be, genuinely, there must be somebody whose role is if alien Speak life to forms. Aliens. No, if someone there must be someone assigned to the fact that like if aliens get in contact, you're the person, you're what the man or the woman or whatever. What happens if aliens get in contact? I love it if it pops with like Jen Williams is in charge. <laughs> if aliens contact humanity, what to do next? An article by The Guardian. What to do next? I feel like they're not going to put it in the newspaper what we're going to do next. The moment has been imagined a thousand times. And the rest. I've imagined it a thousand times on my own. I, right, it's not a straightforward answer. Um, well, I imagined it probably wouldn't be that straightforward. I just wanted to know. I just think there must be a person that's assigned to that conversation. Like There must have been someone that they're like, right, look, it's probably not going to happen, but if aliens get in contact, you're the one that has to respond. Because just think how many people would want to respond to that. Do you think it's like the President of the Earth or Prime Minister of the Earth is the one? Uh, I don't know. I'm too busy reading about aliens and I would speak to them if they... Yeah, what if we can't communicate? Imagine we just speak a completely different language. Oh. So it's just a picture of E.T. on this page. Imagine they look nothing like E.T. Right. Imagine uh, they look like dogs, but they could speak. There are no international agreements or mechanisms in place for how humanity would handle an encounter with extraterrestrial Lies. intelligence. Lies. Absolute rubbish. Of course someone's in charge of that. That's not to say a framework could never exist. Yeah, of course when someone's in charge. Someone's got to be. If not, can I do it? If anyone's listening. <laughs> Actually, I get nervous. I wouldn't say. Hello. <laughs> What's the first outer space treaty? 
I'm sorry, but see, this is why outer space I have treaty. no time. Outer space treaty is that when you go out of space and you give someone a Kit Kat. <laughs> have a little treaty. Alien comes down with a little, a little Kit Kat. Here's, from, here's an outer space treaty. <laughs> Oh, that's really hurting my belly. <laughs> oh, right. So, yeah, I've I've no time for these deep thoughts. <laughs> I live my life on a very surface level. Really got well, What if they were here? They'd be on the surface of the earth, wouldn't they? That's part of the question. I feel like maybe we shouldn't do on the spot if you don't like deep questions. <laughs> do you prefer? I'm no. like, would you rather be covered in fur or scales? <laughs> You're like, I love that question. <laughs> do you think they're aliens? Stop asking me difficult questions. <laughs> you realize this isn't going anywhere. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's going online, but. Maybe the alien treaty will come. Just mental. This is going online. It's been like a gazillion years. Someone could Maybe listen to Maybe the aliens this, will listen. listen. That's what I mean. They'd be like, ha, remember back in 2023, Phil and Jen said they might not exist. Well, we've taken over your planet, so joke's on you. Suckers. <laughs> Whilst he's like having a Kit Kat. That's laughing at us. I'm having an outer space treaty. Ha, ha, ha. Guess he's joking now. I'm just having a break. Having a Kit Kat. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, are you using Kit Kat because we had a Kit Kat earlier on? Yes, I am. I love that. I love a Kit Kat. I mm. like having a break as well. Me too. Can we go get an ice pop now? Right. Jen's just said, can we go and get an ice pop? As if it's not in the freezer and she could pretty much just reach over and get one. Well, I can't do it in the middle of the podcast. That would be gross because people would hear me like sucking on the ice pop. What if there's an alien in the <laughs> kitchen? In the way. What Hello? You'd have to excuse oh, me. Sorry, I just walked around you up. Excuse me, Mr. Sorry, alien. no one's here. Don't worry. He would lose his brain if an alien walked in here. I think he'd eat it. He'd probably hump it. <laughs> he doesn't hump. You hump don't hump, do you? I just said the aliens could be just like, they look like dogs but talk like humans. Can you imagine? There's going to be two little aliens that he's going to have to interact with in, in a few months anyway, so. Well, me and you. <laughs> got to interact with us for a couple of years now. Imagine I gave birth to two aliens. Oh, well, there's half a chance. I'm a bit weird, aren't I? <laughs> Always oh, back down again. Must Bro. be tired. Must be tired. <laughs> right. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you'd like to input and drop one of us a message and tell us your thoughts, feelings, and emotions <laughs> around aliens, or if you're the person that's Speak assigned, to Phil. <laughs> if you're the person that's assigned to it, can you drop me a message? Because I'd quite like to have a chat about the plan for when they do get in contact. I'd like to be, able, you know, I just want to be a part of the conversation. Could you tell them about body, brain, belief as well? I feel like they might be into it. Anyway, Jen's yawning, so it's probably time to have a nice pop. Have a good one. See you all next week. Bye.